Good afternoon, y'all. It's great to see y'all on this wonderful feast day of All Souls Day. You know, a lot of people um, always have struggles. They, they question uh, our teachings in the church about purgatory, right? Um, sometimes we don't like to think of that. Like, no, my loved one died, they went to heaven. Um, but the church says that there's three spots after death. There's heaven, hell, and purgatory. All three are realities, spiritual realities. And so, um, just a quick little homily about purgatory. I, for one, am super grateful that there is a purgatory. <laughs> very, very happy about that. Um, and the reason why is very simple. Revelation chapter 21 says very clearly, nothing unclean will enter the kingdom of heaven. Nothing unclean. Not the, not the smallest speck of unresolved sin or effects of sin on a soul can enter the kingdom of heaven. There has to be a place, because of God's justice and His mercy, there has to be a place where sin is, the effects of the sin is washed away. Now something to be real clear about purgatory. Um, it is not a place where mortal sins are forgiven. That happens here. A soul has to die outside the state of mortal sin in order to get into purgatory. Down a state of mortal sin, well, that's the reality of hell, right? But purgatory is the place where you're shooting for heaven. All of us here are shooting for heaven, right? I've never in my life met somebody that said, Father, I can't wait to die. Really? Well, why can't you wait to die? Because I can't wait to go to hell. Like, that's going to be so cool. Like, I've never met someone who was shooting for hell. We're here because we're shooting for heaven. And if I die outside the state of absolute sanctifying grace, meaning that every one of my sins has been, one, washed away, but also the effects of them on my soul has also been purified. If I die without that, then there's purgatory. It's heaven's hospital. So that one day you get into heaven, right? And that's the key. If you get to purgatory, you don't go backwards. You, you won't go into hell. It's, it's, you get to heaven. So the fires of purgatory, what is this about? It's, you ever had that, an experience where you love somebody and you're not with them? Maybe it's a loved one that has passed away. Maybe it's just a, a child that is on the other side of the world and you can't see them. There's that ache in your heart of love that you want to be with them. right? It's similar. That's about the best way I can understand the the pains of purgatory is that it's similar because the soul longs to be with God. It knows it's right there. It longs to be with its Creator and its Father. And so there's a longing, and that's the purification in love, right? And so what's purgatory for? Well, it's to, like I said, the remission of those sins. Whenever we go to confession, let's just use this for an example. I've done this with a board a few years back, but we use this. Let's just say this is your soul. Right? And there's holes in it. Can you see the holes? And let's just say this nail is sin. So now, boom, your soul now has a sin that is in it. And you go, oh, that hurts. I need to go to confession. So you go to confession and this nail gets removed. The sin is gone. But the hole is still there. Right? That's why it's so easy to go and sin again the same exact way, because it's already there. Zoop, it just goes right back in. Right? So, but you remove it. Like confession, sin is gone. But the effect of the sin has still remained on the soul. And so the church says that how do we fill these in? How do we fill that in? Well, through penance, 
through mortification, fasting. And we're specific. Lord, I ask for the remission of that sin. It's already forgiven, yes. But I ask for the remission of that sin to be filled up by your grace by doing acts of penance. And it begins to fill those in. But what if I die like this? Sins are gone, but my soul is still imperfect. Right? It still has marks on it. That's where the grace of purgatory comes in. This gets filled up in purgatory by the fires of God's love. Right? So that it becomes perfect. So then the soul at that point is ready to enter into the heavenly kingdom so that it can receive its eternal reward. Right? And so this is just, a, for me, I'm a very visual person. Y'all know that. I've got to see it. So this is how we can begin going through life. Yes, it's, it's good that we remove the sins, but it's also good that we begin making acts of reparation in order for these sins that have affected our souls to be, uh, to be filled in, so to speak. And so we continue today. The church reminds us of this wonderful act of God's mercy, a place where we don't know whether our loved ones are there or not. If I die tomorrow, please don't assume I'm going to heaven. I might need your prayers to get out of purgatory. The souls in purgatory depend on our prayers. They depend on us offering up mass for them. They can't pray for themselves. They can pray for us, but they can't pray for themselves. So it's our duty now, church, militant on earth, to pray for our brothers and sisters who have gone before us. This is a, a wonderful, wonderful gift and a duty of ours. It's why you're probably here, right? It's to be able to pray for your loved ones that have gone before us. It's a wonderful gift and a wonderful grace to be able to do that. And so let us come to this Mass today. Who are you offering Mass up for today? could be your brother. could be your dad. could be your mom. could be a sister, friend. Who is it? Offer them up for Mass today during the offertory and on this holy altar. Amen.